0: Welcome to Lectionary Living, a way of centering around the Sunday readings and applying the scriptures to everyday life. I'm Barbara Lehman. Today I'll talk about the readings for Sunday, August 1st. In today's reading from 2 Samuel, the prophet Nathan tells David that his mistakes will have repercussions down the line. Well, no disrespect to Nathan, but I could have told David that. Is there a grandmother in the world? who has not watched her own children with some awareness that her own mistakes are being repeated to at least the third generation. With some further thought, any grandparent can look back a few generations and find the patterns that have continued through the family since that time. And now we're talking six generations or more. Not all of these family patterns are a bad thing. In the Exodus reading, for example, Manna has been provided for the people to eat in the wilderness. A few verses later, specific rules were set out for managing the manna on the Sabbath to avoid any work on that day. A similar religious practice of a Sabbath rest was still going on, at least among the older folks in my extended family, until the 1960s. The Sabbath was a part of my family's way of being. The pattern of honoring a certain day of the week as set aside, as sacred, did not go unnoticed. Actions do speak. Of course, some remember the Sabbath less fondly. Jesus himself railed against those who were too rigid about observing the day of rest. It's the same with anything a family seeks to make important. Without flexibility, any pattern can have a negative side. A family who values hard work can lose its playfulness. A family who values doing things well can become perfectionistic. And then the next generation may choose the polar opposite behavior, which simply continues the rigidity and the lack of options of the other extreme. For the person seeking a way out of the mistakes of the past, his own reactivity can get in the way. The inability to see what others were up against keeps him from considering a more flexible response. The idea of finding a middle way instead of the other extreme is simply unavailable to him. Here, the Ephesians reading speaks volumes. We must no longer be children. We must grow up in every way. Growing up begins with calming down. Jesus is saying as much, when confronted by those who want to know about the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. He tells them that their appetite for bread was getting in the way of finding the food that endures for eternal life. John six twenty seven. Now David's appetite for Bathsheba pushed him towards some terrible choices. I can almost hear my neighbor scolding her dog. Wrong, David, wrong. All of us mammals can let our instinctual drives lead us astray. Growing up involves attending to them without letting them steer the course. A lovely hymn prays us out of the conundrum. Beginning with a request to reclothe us in our rightful minds and moving on to Sabbath rest, it concludes as follows. Breathe through the heats of our desire, thy coolness and thy balm. Let sense be dumb, let flesh retire. Speak through the earthquake, wind and fire, O still small voice of calm. Here are some questions to reflect on this week. I use these to focus on what I'm trying to do with my life. After the question, I'll close with a verse from the psalm for the week. In the morning, what family patterns am I reactive to? How can I find a middle way? In the evening, When were my appetites in charge of my actions today? Psalm 51, verse 6. You desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart.